You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, December 20th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. More updates on Oregon moratorium extension and rental aid disbursement. Portland hits $3 billion in apartment sales, setting a new record. And will Washington be the next state to end single-family zoning? HFO's podcasts are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news stories. The Oregon legislature on Monday approved $215 million in funding to extend protections for renters facing eviction and provide more rental assistance to Oregonians. Lawmakers earmarked $100 million for rental assistance, another $5 million for state housing agency to speed up processing of applications for aid, and $10 million towards a fund to pay landlords even if their tenants don't get rent assistance. They also funneled $100 million towards long-term rental protections and eviction prevention efforts. The bill will also extend eviction protections for renters who applied for aid. Renters will be protected from evictions from the time they apply to their aid until the application is processed, discarding the 60-day eviction delay currently in place. Lawmakers plan to pay for the new plan with a combination of federal stimulus money from the American Rescue Plan, approved in March, and state general fund money, which largely comes from income taxes. Since lawmakers passed a $27 billion two-year budget in June, two surprisingly high state revenue forecasts boost the amount of general fund and lottery revenue that state economists expected Oregon to receive this biennium by $1.5 billion. Even with hundreds of millions of dollars in spending approved Monday, the state will be on track to have nearly $1.9 billion in unspent general fund money by mid-2023. It also would have $338 million in federal stimulus left to spend. Renters who lost income during the pandemic and the economic downturn that it caused have faced renewed uncertainty after a moratorium on evictions for overdue rent expired in June. While renters had until the end of February 2022 to pay any unpaid rent, they could have been evicted for missed rent from July 2021 onward. The legislature in June passed a safe harbor bill which gave 60 days of eviction protection for those who had applied for rental assistance through the Oregon Emergency Rental Assistance Program and other aid programs, but had not yet received it. But the state has lagged in processing rental applications, leaving thousands with pending requests for available funds well after the 60 days of protection, or 90 days in Multnomah County. And the program stopped taking new applications altogether on December 1st, saying that it had used or allocated all of the $289 million in federal rent assistance available. We also have a quick update on the status of rental aid distribution. Oregon state officials will soon be removing the local nonprofits who have processed a majority of the $170 million in emergency rental assistance programs sent to landlords over the past seven months from processing any more applications. Since May, when the state program opened up, these local action agencies have bemoaned the glitchy state software called the LIDA 360 for the backlog of applications, many whose intended recipients have lost their 60 or 90 day safe harbor from eviction because the money didn't arrive on time. November's numbers show that it's at this point, 13,000 applications were past their safe harbor. The state agency handling rental assistance called Oregon and Housing Community Services, or OHCS, has in turn expressed frustration with the pace of those local agencies getting dollars to the landlords. OHCS has already started processing round two of federal funds. But once local program administrators have run their round one funds dry, they'll be processing no more funds for round two. Instead, all future applications will be processed by the state's out-of-state contractor, 
Public Partners LLC. It's official. Portland hits $3 billion in apartment sales for 2021. A pair of high-dollar apartment sales helped Portland Metro blow past its yearly sales volume record set in 2016. The October sale of 7 West at the Trails in Beaverton and the sale announced this week at 10th and Hoyt in Portland's Pearl District are among the big transactions that push sales volume to a new level. The 423-unit 7 West along Southwest Shoals Ferry Road sold to investor Graystar. The price was about $145 million according to property records. Beaverton continues to be a preferred submarket among investors due to outstanding fundamentals fueled by the growth of top employers such as Nike, Intel, and a plethora of growing technology and healthcare companies situated just miles away. The 10th and Hoyt sale was 178 units located at 925 Northwest Hoyt Street sold for $75 million to Rise Properties Trust. Rise is responsible for a good amount of activity this year. The Canadian buyer said that 10th and Hoyt was its seventh Portland area purchase since the beginning of the pandemic. CoStar data said that the Portland metro area, which includes Vancouver, has approximately $3.3 billion in sales of volume year-to-date. CoStar counts complexes with five or more units and does not include residential condos or co-ops. There's a host of factors at play right now of why the Portland market is so hot. The per-door affordability of Portland metro complexes compared to Seattle and the Bay Area is one factor, but price barriers to ownership that push people towards rentals and low multifamily construction, which pushes up higher rents, are also at play. Investors and developers are bullish on the metro, even amid concerns of things like inclusionary zoning and rent control steering people away. It'll be really interesting to see what happens in 2022. Will Washington be the next state to end single-family zoning? Oregon did it in 2019. California followed suit in 2021. Now lawmakers in Washington state are reviving a push to legalize multifamily housing statewide, which projections say allow for hundreds of thousands more homes in the central Puget Sound region alone. Governor Jay Inslee announced his support for the statewide policy to overturn local bans on so-called missing middle housing on Wednesday, effectively banning single housing zoning. It was part of a slate of housing policies he wants the legislature to pursue in the upcoming session, which includes $800 million in investments to permanent supportive housing tiny homes, hotel conversions, and behavioral health facilities. Single-family zoning laws restrict the number of homes that can be built on a lot to one, limiting the amount of housing that can be built without eating up more land. Critics say they artificially restrict the supply of housing and encourage wasteful suburban sprawl. A study from the organization Up for Growth estimated that housing production in Washington lagged 225,000 units behind population growth from 2000 to 2015. Inslee's proposal, which would allow up to four units on each lot, in large and medium-sized cities could allow for more than double the amount of housing to be built in King, Pierce, and Kitsap counties alone, according to analysis from the University of Washington. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Just a reminder that we have our 17th year of the HFO Investor Roundtable coming up. It's taking place on January 5th, 2022 at 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you're interested in attending this virtual event, email us at info at hfore.com to register today. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.